This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. friends and welcome back to the channel or the podcast. If you are watching the video, link down below for the podcast. And if you are watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, a link down below for the video. Today, I want to talk to you about the keys to success online. A lot of you had a lot of positive reaction to my YouTube series that I did where I just talked about how to build a successful brand on YouTube, how I built my first brand to 100k, how I'm building here and using those same strategies. So I feel like a lot of people don't realize that it sometimes also just takes a special kind of person to build a brand and to be into entrepreneurship. Now, I'm not saying that everybody can't make it work for them, but I do feel like if you're anything like me, this is kind of getting more into how I have managed this, where I've come from and Again, I want to reiterate that it doesn't mean that you have to be a carbon copy of me. It's actually better if you're not and you are your own authentic individual online. But I just feel like there are a few things that I wanted to add to that series. So let me go ahead. If you haven't heard any of those videos or listened to any of those podcasts, let me give you a little brief history of myself. I'm Chloe Taylor, and I've been an entrepreneur for nearly a decade. I have created a successful brand in gaming. I've traveled the world on business uh, with branded trips. I have created over seven streams of income. At one point, I had 14 streams that I was managing all by myself. And I've done all of this before the age of 30. Now, I don't even know why I felt the need to throw that in there, because I feel like you can recreate your life at any age. You don't have to be in your 20s. You could be 75. 80, 90, and decide tomorrow that you are going to do something different with your life. So age doesn't really matter. I just want you to also realize that you're never too young either. You're never too old and you're never too young. And today I really just want to share with you how, I guess, what I feel contributed to my success the most on an individual level. So that's kind of my, like, I guess, where I've come from and why you should listen to me uh, if you choose to. But I also want to point out that I didn't start 
with anything but a hunger for more. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think we need to address that I'm privileged in a lot of ways. I also recognize that I was privileged enough to have a computer in my home growing up. So I was able to study computers more. Uh, I also recognize that I went to a school that had the funding for computers as well. So I do want to point out that there definitely is privilege that exists. And so I didn't start from nothing. Uh, most of us did not. Most of us have a privilege somewhere. So I don't even know why I feel the need to address that, but I just do. I guess when I tell you that I started with nothing, I just want to be clear that obviously I know that there is privilege in where I've come from and it wasn't necessarily nothing. But when I say that I started from nothing, what I mean is I didn't start by somebody spotlighting me or promoting me or making my brands bigger. I did this by myself and basically with just a hunger for more. Now, I've told this story numerous times on my channel in different videos, but I actually started out in the call service, uh, call service, or I guess customer service, call service, um, in customer service, I was a customer service agent for about four or five years when I first started working in my late teens. And I hated that job. As an empath and a highly sensitive person, call centers are literally the worst job you can put yourself in. Please, my empaths, find other outlets because it is the worst place you can put yourself. We are so giving, so loving. We want to help everyone and people take advantage of that. And it's very unfortunate. But I was broke. I had quit my job, which like I said, I've talked about that in a lot of other videos. Um, I was almost evicted from my home that I was in at the time. I was depressed clinically and I was just in a place where I was like, I don't know what else to do. And so I started my gaming channel and it wasn't even because I expected it to be my career. I was just very sad at the time. And this was my escape from reality. This was my escape that I felt like I needed at the time. And over the course of like eight months, my brand exploded within the first three years. I gained over a hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, I feel like there were definitely ups and downs to that entire journey and building that brand did not come overnight. It definitely took a lot of work and dedication. And I think that a lot of people see YouTube, not everyone. I think we're coming around more collectively to understand that YouTube is a full-time job, uh, especially if you're very serious about it. But a lot of people think that you just like upload a video once a week and that's it. And frankly, that's not it. I talked about that in my two other podcasts and videos that I did on this. That's not it. There is so much backend work that you don't see that goes into making a successful YouTube channel brand and branching out from there. And where I was, I feel like it really just took a lot of drive to keep going that I knew what was at stake. That's probably my my first big tip is I knew what was at stake. I knew that if this was unsuccessful, once I started to see paychecks and like AdSense revenue, which I, again, that wasn't even what I set out to do. It was just an escape for me. But once it started to happen unexpectedly, I knew that I could not go back to just a basic call center job. I knew that I, my purpose was greater than that. I was not willing to go back to a nine to five. I would rather work 
work weeks that were double my husband's than work in an environment that was so detrimental to my well-being. And so that I feel like is number one. I was so hungry for something different. I refused to put myself in any other situation. Outright refused. Like I would have rather been homeless. I would have rather been evicted from my home. I would have rather not been able to eat. I would have ra- like, that's how hungry I was for it. And I know some people just don't want to put themselves in that kind of situation. And I don't blame you. I don't think that that is for everyone. It's not the way that I recommend going about it. I don't think you should put yourself in dire straits to make a brand and a name for yourself. I'm just telling you that it can be done and it was done. And If I could do it differently now, would I? No, probably not. I think it happened the way it did for a reason because it taught me what was at stake. So the next big thing I can tell you is kind of something that maybe I feel like you would have heard before somewhere if you watch a lot of videos like this or podcasts like this, but you have to create what lights you up. And I have years of experience with this. Uh, trying to follow trends, trying to piggyback off of what other people have created and make it my own, trying to do things that I felt like would be good for views and for numbers. And I have to tell you, the stuff that has been the most successful, I mean, you'll see some success. I'm not going to lie to you about it. And not on this channel. On this channel, I have not done things that I feel like I would just get numbers with. I've always been authentic over here. But on my gaming channel, I'm not going to lie to you about it. Doing the clickbaity stuff, sometimes it does bring in the numbers, but it doesn't last. It's like you get this like huge rush of people that show up for this one thing. But then when you don't consistently deliver that, what do you have? You don't have an authentic based community. So you have to create what lights you up. And I feel like a lot of us, myself included, can convince ourselves that something lights us up because we think it's a good idea. But when I say what lights you up, it's something that like, you're so excited to make this thing, to create this thing. And this goes beyond YouTube, like whatever you're wanting to create in the world. It has to light you up so hard that you like go to bed late at night because you're so enthralled with what you're doing. You forget to eat sometimes because you are so excited about this project. You like it's something that you eat, sleep, breathe, dream it. You couldn't imagine not doing this thing because you are so set on fire by it. And trust me, those things exist. You will find that inspiration if you're looking for it. And That's probably the biggest highlight of this video I would want you to take away or this podcast if you're listening is, is that, is just making sure whatever you're doing actually lights you up from the inside out because that is where the success will come because your soul already knows. Your internal compass already knows where you're supposed to be. Your spirit team already knows where you're going. And when you align yourself with what lights you up and supercharges you, you have nowhere to go but like towards success. I promise that it works every single time. I promise. Like, I feel like a lot of us have been conditioned to think that if we follow our passion, it won't lead us anywhere. But that's simply not true. Following your passion is the fastest way you will link up to what with to what you're supposed to be doing in this life. If you feel like 
and there is a very specific group of you I feel like I'm addressing right now, but if you have always felt like your purpose is bigger than you and bigger than what you're doing right now, follow those inspirational cues, follow those things all the way down the rabbit hole, because that is where you're going to find it. Even if it takes years to get there, even if getting whatever this thing is off the ground takes forever, it will be worth it because it's not about the destination. It is about the journey to the destination. And you'll know that you're lit up by it because the journey will be exciting. Um, I also recommend Rebecca Campbell's book, Light is the New Black. That book really set a fire under my anus <laughs> to get going and actually do something with my life that felt purposeful. The next point I want to make is on focus and how consistency and focus really go hand in hand for me. If you, and I feel like a lot of us, when we're creating something new, it's like you have all this focus, all the drive in the entire world. You go hard, 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 hard for like two weeks and then you burn out and fall over. And the best thing I can tell you is to take everything in stride and also don't learn to quit, learn to rest. Trust me on that. Don't quit. Just learn to rest. When you're tired, learn to rest, not to just quit or give up. And I also find that when I really need to focus hard on something, the Pomodoro method, if you're not familiar, is such a good method that I actually use to get my own work done. And it's actually, I think I have an app. Let me pull this up for you so I could tell you. If you have an iPhone, um, I don't know if it's on Android. That's why I said that. It's called the Focus Keeper. It looks like a little tomato cut open and super awesome app. This app actually has a timer for 25 minutes and then it gives you like a five minute break and then another 25 minutes and then a five minute break and then another 25 minutes and a five minute break. And I think it goes in like rounds of four or six and then it gives you a longer break and then it starts over. So, and there's like little sounds that play that are nice when your timer's up. So it's like, you always have a little break coming. And I feel like this actually really helps focus because if you are just sitting down to do one task, like editing, let's say, and you are just going hard for like three hours, your brain is going to be fried by the time you're done and all your creativity and lust and life and like life force for this project is just going to die. So it's really important to take breaks. So even if you're so enthralled and you forget to eat, like, please also remember to eat. <laughs> it's very important to keeping up the focus and the inspiration that you take breaks. And I also feel that removing distractions goes hand in hand with this. I actually, I know my phone is sitting here right now, but that's because it's charging. Normally I keep my phone either turned off or I will keep it in another room when I'm trying to focus really hard on something because I don't know about you, but I am that kind of person that if I'm like doing something, doing something, doing something, and then I think of something funny, I want to like go get on Twitter and tweet it or go get on Instagram and scroll Instagram and see what's there. Like I wholeheartedly believe that when I allow myself constant access to social media, I am an addict to social media. So I have to create limits for myself around social media. And I do that by removing my phone from the equation. So I feel like that's a really good way to do things, even if it's just in little spurts, like you put your phone in another room for an hour and set a timer and just get to work or do whatever you're going to do. So I feel like that really helpful for focus. And 
It does take a lot of dedication and focus to get projects off the ground. You can't expect that you're going to make all this content in one sit down. What's going to happen is you're going to exhaust yourself and then become uninspired a week later. So it's much better to take things in stride, go a little bit slower, plan as you go, and just enjoy the journey. Once again, enjoy the journey. Do not expect to just be at the destination overnight. It doesn't happen like that. I mean, I'm not saying it can never happen like that, but for the most part, it doesn't. Um, and the last point I really want to leave you all with is don't be scared to be bad at it. I feel like a lot of us don't take the chances or the opportunities that are presented to us because we are so scared of failing or being bad. I myself am guilty of this. I hate being bad at things. And that's a part of it. The learning, the starting out is such a part of it. You can look at my gaming channel's history and you can see where my very first series was shot on a MacBook. All the sides are cut off because the ratio on that Mac is wrong. <laughs> and it's a mess. It's a mess. And then you can look at where my content was when I kind of stopped doing a lot of gaming and you can see the dramatic difference. Even on this channel, you can see where my content has fluctuated and changed and where like even some of my pick a card readings are not as good as some of the ones that I'm doing now. And not because the messages aren't great, but the camera quality, the microphone quality, the way that I have just gradually learned and improved upon things because it is all learned over time. Running a business for yourself, especially with no prior business knowledge, like I didn't, I mean, I took like high school business courses, but I never took a business course in college. I never graduated with a degree in business. I didn't go to school for business. And so this was really my introduction. And I feel like even with my background in gaming, that entire journey, because it's not my focus right now, was the preparation. It was like I went to business school for this side of things. I feel like that was the preparation for where I am now because I have so much knowledge because of all of that. Those seven years that I spent doing only that, I learned how to use Photoshop. I learned how to use Lightroom. I learned how to use Adobe Premiere. I learned how to use Final Cut Pro. I learned how to edit audio. I learned a lot about cameras. I learned a lot about photography. I learned a lot about screen recordings. I learned a lot about social media, a lot about the YouTube algorithm, the Instagram algorithm. Um, I have so many skills that I never, I just don't think I would have gotten them otherwise. But I was in love with the journey. I was in love with learning that process, especially studying the YouTube algorithm. That is something that fascinates me. So just take what really lights you up, learn those things, be patient with yourself. Don't expect everything overnight. And if it's something you really love, the journey will be fun. The journey will be only half the fun. And then when you get to the destination, it's going to be like, ah, oh, I did that, you know? So I hope this was helpful. I just felt like those were a few points that I didn't really go into in the last two parts. So I wanted to kind of do a little baby continuation. And again, I hope this was helpful. I love you all so, so much. And I will catch you in a future video. Oh, and remember, when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I love you so much. Bye.
If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Mm -hmm.